Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. We talk about Bevel all the time. It's one of my favorite products. Gives you a nice, smooth, sexy feeling. It keeps your skin um, from being irritated. It has saved me from the wretched, wretched, wretched razor bumps of the world. So go and check them out at getbevel.com. Use code the read to get 20% off your first month. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Trust me, you're going to love it. I know how it is. So give it a try and let us know what you think. And let's get to the show. Pull up in something that looked like a million nigga put me up on. Ain't got to sell it, but he say the pussy a drug that he re up on. Spur of the moment, I ball like Ginobili. Who's Ginobili? Ginobili. Oh, my God. Who's that? Mine Ginobili. Okay, just Google it. G-I-N-O-B-L-I. You bitches get deed up on. <laughs> anyway. I thought you didn't even like it like that. I said the album. Oh, as but a that whole. song just—I quite enjoy Big Daddy. I love it. Nicki Minaj and um, Meek Mill's—they're doing great. They can record a song together. For see, sure. so you should come see the tour with me and Dustin. You guys have a great time. No, don't act like that. Come see it. It's gonna be fun. It's enjoy be like yourselves. A ratchet good time. Oh my gosh, Meek Ray Shremid. Yes, exactly. Beige Loaf. You want to come be hood rats with me and Dustin at this show. You know you do. You guys are going to have a great time. We are. So, um... We're making you come with. Just just so you know. You're coming. All right. Well, I'm a dream chaser. Okay. And I am Toni Morrison. And this is The Reed. Welcome back. Um, so, yeah. What? Life is a barb. Oh. How are you doing? <laughs> Really, am I a Barb just because I like the album? I feel like Barb is is a strong word. No, you're definitely a Nicki Minaj stan, and they're called Barb. I'm a stan now? I don't believe it. Okay, you have put this label on me. I have no problem with it. Nicki Minaj is is amazing. I mean, I like the album, but I just don't think that makes me a stan. I don't even know her birthday. (laughs) I I just feel like stan should know that information. She's a Sag. Okay. Um... All right. So, black ex- do you have a black excellence this week? By oh, I'm shy words. Black excellence. <laughs> Wait, the fuck? I know. I couldn't say black for some reason. The devil. Right. So, this week's black excellence goes out to uh, Simone Manuel, Leah Neal, and Natalie Hines who all won gold, silver, and bronze medals, respectively, at the NCAA Women's Division One Swimming and Diving Championship. Wow, work. So, call her all up in your chlorine, bitch. Is that So, that's three black women yes. taking all the awards and yes. swimming, too. Bitch, we coming. And Simone um, said in, like, a, post, a post-championship interview mm-hmm. thing, that she was like up in competition mode. It was just like, I have more to do. I've got more to do. I've got this. And then later on, she realized the impact um, and how like really special the moment was for yeah. her to be standing up there with those three, um, with those other two black women. So shout outs to swimming and yes. those bodies that you get from swimming. And- Man, swimmers' bodies are like up there with track and field bodies. They are just just delicious they just mm. okay i'm just saying have you ever just like looked at the swim team like i'm just saying it's there's some niceness going on over there okay so i'm gonna change the game here and i'm going <laughs> to say that i'm gonna do bitch you guessed it in 
Okay, there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. You ready? Yeah. Bet you guessed it! Woo. Okay, so see, there you go. Yes, if you just give me a moment to take my headphones off. That'll be the last time it happens. Scream in my damn ear. First and last time. This is all I'm asking for. Never doing it again. Don't be a dick. So, I actually don't really have... This week has been kind of boring. Oh, or maybe so I just, just haven't been paying attention because I don't care that much. But I don't really feel like, I mean. I just feel like it's the same old dumbasses up to their same old Right, and tricks. I just don't want to do that this week. Raven's being dumb about race again. Surprise, again? surprise. Yeah, she said something about the, or did we talk about that last week with Raven and the first lady and how she said oh, the yeah, first lady looks like already. a monkey. I heard that that guy that, um, who called... <laughs> Michelle Obama and April said she looked like an ape. Mm-hmm. I heard that she, he's like trying to sue the network that fired him. For what? Because they apparently said that Michelle Obama was upset about it or something like that. And he's saying that that's a lie. She never said that she was. I don't know. Why I didn't would read you want to continue to bring this. attention to yourself after you've already done something Bow so gracefully, stupid? Bow gracefully, sis. Right, exactly. People are fucking dumb. You've already humiliated yourself. Go sit the fuck down somewhere and shut up. I don't know if it's true that Kylie Jenner is working on music or not. I don't care. The only <laughs> Kylie Minogue I listen to, I know the only Kylie I listen to is Minogue. So I um, remember her. Is she still making music? Kylie Minogue is still shitting on these okay. pop girls, and she does it effortlessly. I will every <laughs> time. Does she? Because I have not heard Kylie Minogue's music since the last time I was in the gay club. But I'm not saying she's not talented. I just didn't Kylie realize Minogue she was is kind of like the white Kelly Rowland in that she kind of like mm. really, really goes up overseas. Okay, but like we appreciate her, uh, appreciate her over here in the states too. So all right, that explains. A but lot that's more the only Kylie her. that I know in pop music. No, I'm not. There's no space for Kylie um, Jenner. I won't allow that. So what I do have here. Some guy named Zayon Milk is leaving One Direction. They're upset about that. Oh, yeah. Um, no, they are like, no. Like, white girls are devastated about this shit. Oh, yeah, I heard. I I'm heard not her. entirely sure who this is or who that group is. Like, I don't know any of their songs. But evidently, they're the sync of today. And the little girls are devastated. That's not a real statement. No, I think they are. I think they're like the number one boy group of today. The sync. There's well, <laughs> one and only insane. But it's their insane. There's one insane. Okay. <laughs> Can you believe people really tried to compare the Backstreet Boys to NSYNC? Like, there is no competition between the Backstreet Boys and in fucking sync. Listen, I'm not going back to, to middle school. Please child. don't tell me I'm that you doing... preferred Backstreet Boys. Are you speaking to me? Yes. <laughs> Who the fuck are the Backstreet Boys, <laughs> bitch, please? No, because you was looking at me like you was like... Is that Mbop? I, I was going to say, one. do you even know? They just did not have nowhere near the number of hits that NSYNC All I know had. is everybody. Yeah. Rock your body. I like the, the call. the like Housewives of Atlanta, but that's all I remember. I like the remix to the call. I remember really enjoying that song. But other than that, that I'm just like, I was I remember one of them saying that. on that remix of a black. No, that was JC. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so anyway, um, they're devastated. I heard the boy wants to like be a, a real boy. I don't know. Who fucking cares? Let's no. move on to something I give a shit about almost. Okay. Well, let's just do that. Um, well, I guess we can't. There's nothing I give a shit about. Tamar Braxton was on her show crying because she's tired of y'all saying that she looks like Kermit. Now, here's the thing. Well, Doesn't she think we're tired of looking at her look like that? Listen, 
Should right. I mean like now? Damn. If anybody knows me, they know that I do not see it for Lady Tamarind. But <laughs> who the fuck? <laughs> you got a bitch a tangerine. Um. So anyway, this is the thing about the real that I don't understand. They are always on this show balling. Like I've never actually watched it. I know my mama likes it. I don't <laughs> know why. I think my mama likes the real because it's like a younger version of The View mm-hmm. and The View is like older than her. Yeah. But The Real is... Y- well, Either view, way, my mother goes up. They need to do something with The View. Like, what they're doing, this formula now, we they even to need to cancel it. it or completely revamp it. But I don't like The Real, honestly. And it's no shade to anybody on it. I just, I can tell that y'all aren't a real group of friends or even like like co-workers like y'all i don't feel like y'all run in the same industry circles y'all were just kind of chosen out of a talent lineup and y'all are here and so the chemistry is really awkward and forced to me and also i don't care about a good 95 percent of the shit they talk about on this show like these hoes dress up in pajamas and have like pajama parties and sleepovers on set and then they but talk see, about their i don't fucking watch feelings. that much like daytime talk so i don't know i thought that that's what you just do on daytime i mean like i wouldn't expect for you know Whoopi Goldberg to have on a teddy you know right, and be no. like eating popcorns and talking about Channing Tatum yeah but I'm just not interested in the show itself nothing about it just really moves me or grabs me either way every time I see clips from this show they are either like in cosplay or they're crying right no, so that's I real. don't know you know but fine you know it seems cute and I really really like Tamara and I like Lonnie um, but they were as talking about bullying and how you deal with bullying on social media or something like that. And one of them said something about Tamar being so strong and she started crying because she said that sh- someone, <laughs> no, she said that someone, uh, called her a Muppet one day. <laughs> Do you know who that someone is? Is it me? Girl, no, it's not. But you know what? Someone did. Someone sent me a clip from the video and was like, bitch, what did you do? (laughs) Oh, so she was really talking about one particular person. Who was it? She was talking about Kroger Michelle. That's who the fuck she was talking about. (laughs) Well... Um, so Even the apparently, devil gets one right sometimes. Kara came, Michelle called her a Muppet once, I think. Then, so everybody who hates Tamar started calling her a Muppet. And then, like, a few months ago, I think, when they were talking about Karuchi, Chris Brown put her on blast and called her a Muppet, too. And said but the something thing about is that she Adrian. really does look like a Muppet. So that's the thing that hurts her feelings. Because she said that she turned to her husband at one point and was like, Do I really look like a Muppet? She's crying, by the way. And this is the thing about Tamar. I like her, like, like 90% more when she cries. Okay. Hear me out. When she's you like to crying. See her in pain? No, I don't like to see her in pain. When she's emotional, she cuts out all of the extra like butch queen yeah. and drags drama. Right. Like all of that extra shit that she does, she stops it. When she's <laughs> emotional, she like speaks in like a normal voice when you can actually hear what she's saying mm-hmm. and she just behaves like she's turned a down. A regular person. Right. Yeah. She's so that kind that of made shit. me feel, you know, a little bad. I'm, my thing with Tamar has never really been the way that she looks. Do you look a little Jim Henson? You know, just a drop or two or or seven. I but mean, it's but not you did like it to yourself. It's not like you were born well, that way. Know, and, but I don't. I don't really give a shit about your looks. I'm not just gonna go after Tamar for her looks. But if somebody mentions that she looks like a Muppet, I can't help but agree. Because look at her face. She does look like a Muppet. Like that just is what it is. But I'm not just gonna like deliberately go after you because you're not cute. My thing with Tamar has always just been like, 
the third person. That's how you got to speak. Like you, <laughs> you don't. It's yeah, just where she does and Tamar this and I and she such and such. You're just like bitch. Who are you referring to yourself? But right trust now? and believe. If you put her on a platter next to K Michelle, oh god, oh god, I'm choosing Tony's sister. Battle of the birds, right there. That's just like how much worse can it even get? Why would you even want to be in a position? Tamar's where you had not to even choose? like birdie to me. Tamar is like a hag. She's like literally like. So who a really little, wants to choose between like yeah, but who wants to choose between like bad and worse? Like it's just dramatic and the bullshit. I, I would not be able to put Freezer. up with either one of them hoes. I feel like both of them are completely insufferable. K Michelle responded by saying, um, "Why did you respond? Who asked for this? Why don't you just sit down somewhere and mind your fucking business?" You know when you don't have anything, you know. Did Tamar mention her by name? She should have sat the fuck down. And sh- so then she should have sat the fuck down. Every somewhere. action warrants a reaction. You can't go and start a fight with someone. Then when they reply, cry and play victim. Whatever, girl. Tell the oh, ask Idris Elba. <laughs> Is she still pretending like that's ask a thing? Ricky Smiley. Is she still acting like Who Idris? Who fucking Elba? cares? She's K Michelle. Like shout out to Memphis. We'll see y'all in a second. I'm not holding this shit against y'all, but she's like, <laughs> what they say on on Mob Wives Dumpster Juice. Oh, did you go. see Vivica Fox cry and walk off the reunion the, set of the Mob Wives? For what? First of all, I don't know who asked Vivica Fox to host the Mob Wives reunion. That's that was gonna be my number one question. Why the fuck was Vivica Fox invited to this event? What Maybe they felt like do? because she died and said it off she deserved uh, it i don't know i wish i could like, throw something at your ass right now it was so funny and then they start like she they started arguing and you know my wives first of all my wives is my show yeah like, that is you love that the mess. one reality show starring like like with an all-female cast that I really get into. Like, if I'm going to watch some trash TV, it's Mob Wives. Because they are about it. Like, they're not sitting up in here with your face, pretending to be your motherfucking friend mm-hmm. or whatever so that they can film. They're like, I will kill that bitch. And I will kill her <laughs> mammy and her daddy them too. And fuck her. She's a rat and she's a, a possum or whatever. It's great. Yeah, they be just straight up threatening each other on that So, show. it's like, Vivica, why are you crying? Because they're calling each other dumpsters. Why are you even here? She literally cried and said, you're breaking my heart and had to walk off the set because they mob wives, the mob nah. wives nah. were yelling at each other. She was not that emotionally invested in them hoes. The The production company or the network said, we'll give you an fought. extra $2,500 to cry and walk off set. And she was like, bet. I guarantee you that was not genuine because why the fuck would she care about them hoes? Because she said that her girl, who cares? Exactly. So, um... Iggy Azalea's Ghost Rider. Now, listen, I know we short on stories this week, but we don't have to go to, like, the absolute fucking bottom of the barrel. Like, it's not that bad. I know somebody else did something. Iggy Azalea. Um, Why do I even? There's a rapper by the name of Skeen, I think. And they, I think he runs in circles with DJ Drama, and then they read South by Southwest recently and apparently there have been all of these rumors that he is Iggy's ghost rider or was Iggy's ghost rider and during an interview with Sway in the morning he confirmed that by saying that he was the one who wrote her biggest hits including Fancy okay um and that he got you know 
some trust funds started and things like that based off that one I'm song. I'm sure he did. So, you know, shout out to him. I found it very funny that when Sway was like, so who that, who that? You wrote that? And he was like, yeah, I'm a Saints fan. And he literally has like a tattoo <gasps> or something Shut like. Up. That bitch probably don't even know she that she no was idea. doing the Saints song. <laughs> I'm sure she had no fucking clue. That actually makes me like that one line. I guess when I tell you that more. I died when I heard, I was like, <gasps> what? So who that, who that? Like, he did that on purpose. Wow. Okay. But is she still, like, is she actually trying to front like she is I don't think that she has said music? anything. Well, God, whatever. So this thing about it is that I always was just like, you know what? She delivers a cute verse here and there. If she ain't writing it, it's her business. She ain't the only motherfucker in hip hop who's not writing her own music. And that's real. That's true. However, I feel like if you, whatever, I just watched this (laughs) shit. A clip, you, Alex, my manager, just made me watch it. And I saw, she was like in the studio. She did like some interview or something with Vogue. And they asked her like, what is her writing process like? Or to describe her writing process. Oh, and she said that she just gets a lot of opinions. That's, that was the direct quote. Like, I get a lot of opinions. I just get a lot of opinions on the things I'm writing or something like that. Okay, like, girl. By a lot of opinions, do you mean a collection of words written by somebody else and I messaged to you while you were in the booth? Because we all know you was not sitting down nowhere writing out these fucking lyrics, Iggy. We know it. Why don't you just say that? I mean, rappers, you're not you're not supposed to say that you have a ghostwriter. And you're really not even supposed to tell somebody that you wrote for someone else. It's just that, like ghostwriters, there are, are ghostwriters who have been writing for people like for decades Mm -hmm. and they stay ghost some of them are known rappers that write for other people and don't say anything some of them are not so known rappers that write for people and don't say anything but you're not supposed to say anything the thing that's crazy to me is that they lack so little respect for this girl (laughs) that they're like yeah sure was it was me (laughs) and we're eating cheese on every burger and bacon too she didn't have them sign an nda like is nobody i don't know how that works i don't think so i really don't i have no idea I'm saying, like, you would think if you know you already under a lot of scrutiny because you're this fraudulent ass white girl in this business, like trying to make a name for yourself, you would think you would cover all your bases by having the niggas who are writing your music, you know, be legally and contractually obligated to shut the fuck up about it. But she's not covering none of her bases. I knew she wasn't on top of her shit again after the Papa John's incident because who the fuck? is famous and gives their real number to a fucking pizza delivery place like i knew she didn't have her shit together then so this coming out is just like iggy azalea's downfall we're watching it happen like she's just tumbling right in front of our eyes so because everyone hates her girl rest in peace because we all know this pushback tour is not i I, it was not happening this summer and i bet you oh honey miss iggy azalea is bouncing right back she's gonna be Okay. The Great Escape, The Sweet Escape, I don't know, whatever Gwen <laughs> Stefani album. And she's like, she's coming for that tour. She's got songs with Britney Spears. Does she? When Britney is away, honey. Does she have somebody to open this tour? Because you see the last time that Jonas brother and this tennis shoe girl was like, I'm cool on that. Let me So get with the shade and tennis shoes saying that not only am I not going to be a part of your tour anymore, but I'm actually going to go be a part of Nikki's tour that people <laughs> right. are going to. Like, that's rude. I mean, but it's so funny. I would have done the exact same thing. You a new artist trying to get your name out there and get your visibility up. Why would you tour with Iggy as opposed Bad to Bad enough, Nikki? you already retweeted that Beyonce tour. 
that Beyonce article and had the entire listen. Listen and made a video talking about thanks Beyonce and riding around on your little scooter and everything. And next thing you know, Beyonce cut your ass right on off and was like, mm. actually, as it turns out, everybody fucking hates but you. Open, opening acts for concerts don't really have much to do with when you hear that someone's opening for another person in a concert. It's usually like agents and managers and labels and stuff put it together. Right. The artists don't really. It's not like, oh, I'm going on tour with my nigga such and such. Yeah, no, it's these just, people don't know each other. It's just crazy that, you know, both of your opening acts dropped out your tour and then your tour got pushed back three or four months. It just doesn't look good for you. On top of all the other shit going on it's just been like it's been a bad year for iggy thus far and i'm not mad at it like honestly because it's not even that she's up here acting like she's some genuine rapper and deserves respect and all that it's the fact that she cannot acknowledge that she came in out of nowhere and has achieved an insane amount of success for no reason other than she's a white girl because you cannot honestly tell me that iggy azalea is a talented rapper you just really cannot say that with a straight fucking face and believe that you are telling the truth she's not writing this shit every video i've seen of her she can barely get the words out it's just like a bunch of gibberish on vine and shit she's not actually putting any effort or talent into her work so as far as i'm concerned she can leave I will say this, and I've said this before. I said this when I was a fan, and I still agree with it. I don't feel like she's much worse than a lot of really successful rappers out right now, but I just won't miss her when she's gone. My issue was always that if you're going to put out whatever you know record you put out, mediocre, no mediocre, whatever, <laughs> I don't care. Whatever it is. If you're going to put it out, that's fine. If you're going to be a part of hip-hop and you're white, that's fine. I don't give a fuck about that. I just wish that you would be more responsible with the way that you handle and treat race, um, culture, appropriation of culture. Like, if you're going to be a, a woman, especially a white woman, in hip-hop, you have to do your research. You have to know at least how to handle that kind of a discussion without sounding like an absolute dummy. Yeah. That's what offends me. The little LeChat voice and all that other shit. I don't <laughs> give a fuck about that. That never bothered me, but whatever. Um, I'm ready for her to be over with, honestly. I'm oh, it's over long it. past that I'm over, over it. Part. It's time. Dame Dash. Uh, speaking of bad years. This fool. I know we just did this last week. So Dame Dash, we talked about him being on The Breakfast Club and talking about how a real man doesn't eat cheese sauce. A real man don't let another man sign his checks. Real Real niggas don't don't have jobs. Real men don't use condoms. Real men don't support their children. They don't use hashtags. They Real don't men don't have teeth. Pay internet bills. Like Real men don't forgive. Who even cares about Dame Dash's opinion, though? Honestly, who out there is just like, I really want to know how Apparently Dame Dash Apparently niggas, feels. because like Charlemagne was talking about how he had niggas were coming and saying, oh, I'm quitting my job. Even though I really feel like niggas are just trolling and having goods. They're like, y'all bored. Like, if you really listened to Dame Dash interview yeah and quit your job because of whatever bullshit that he was spewing you deserve every eviction ain't that it you deserve whatever they take from you <laughs> whatever it, girl don't blame nobody All but yourself the misfortune. because how the fuck anyway mm-hmm. i just found it interesting that dame dash was talking about uh real men don't uh listen to social media or don't say social media or what have you and then wanted to go back and forth with his ex-wife Rachel Roy's lawyer. 
Okay. About not being able to see the kids and family court and calling him all kinds of like 12 year old Ben 10 ass names. What? What is okay? So what the fuck is wrong with Dame Dash? Then? Rachel Roy's manager, manager, lawyer came forward and said, "My name is Donald Suarez, and I'm an attorney who specializes in representing individuals." Blah blah blah. I just love the fact that he he says individuals who are seeking child support from financially delinquent parents. That's the first sentence. Okay. And basically, the rest of the letter was, "Bitch, don't come for me." <laughs> Unless I ask for you to come. So is he... Please take this summons on your way. Like, he basically said, you don't even need to be listening to this girl because she owes child support. Okay. so until she puts a barrette in her baby's hair, I don't understand what, like, go ahead and ignore him. Right. Um, Which is what we're always saying about these fucking celebrities. Why don't you get your own shit together and get your life together before you try to tell everybody else how they should live or what code they should go by? Like, you got all these nigga-ass rules and ain't even paying your fucking child support. So how are you in a position to tell anybody about themselves? His Instagram caption says, Oh, these fucking... I miss my babies. I better not have to fight to see them because of some lame lawyer-like bitch. He tags the ex-wife and everybody is in his comments saying, stop being a chatty patty, bro. Like... (laughs) Everyone is just using his shit against him. This is what I'm saying. Like, you have to be a hardcore dummy to be like, oh, Dame Dash. That's the way I want to fashion my life. Because real men don't use social media, but you talking about bitch-ass lawyers and your ex-wife and child support on Instagram. Okay. So you, we supposed to believe you're not just a completely bird bitch ass nigga. He's lost it. Like, yeah. if we want to really be frank, like, that nigga's lost it. He's like, it's it's over. So... I don't care. Bye. I thought that the uh, the tweets were very funny. The tweet like Dame Dash situation. Oh, yeah. You Negroes did go in on that hashtag. How many like hashtags are do. black Twitter making? Like, y'all are making like seven <laughs> hashtags a day at this point. Do y'all know how much money y'all are making for these blogs while y'all up here tweeting for free? And they sit up here and reprint y'all's tweets on their websites and make thousands while y'all having fun on the internet? Um... Where's my favorite one? I really did have a very good one, which was this one where Dame Dash um, took like a selfie at the BT Honors, wherever it was where he presented Kanye West that award. Okay, yeah, the BT. And he took a selfie, and I didn't realize that he doesn't have a tooth up here in the front. This is Kanye's fault. And it says, <laughs> Dame on missing a tooth. This person's the kizza. Real men don't need teeth. <laughs> You can't pass teeth on to your kids. Harlem niggas don't even chew. So I thought, you know, <laughs> it has to be like uh, terrible for you as a man to think that real men don't use social media and they are all using social media to destroy you. Like, well, it's the best press that he's gotten in a really, really long time. That's true. And that's why I'm not giving this too much energy because it feels like he just came up out of nowhere and just as quickly his ass is going to be gone again. So I'm not even stressing out too much. It's like just another dumbass nigga popping up saying something stupid. All right, Dane Dash, you can go back in your hole somewhere. Um, I was going to move on, but then I just saw a photo of some smothered fried chicken. Oh, bitch, let me see. No. So I think that's really all that we have for... um. Bitch, you guessed it this week, unless you want to talk about, I don't know, like the, um, oh my God. I just realized that I had planned for this to be Trina Appreciation Day Part 2. 
Oh, and you didn't do any of the training? Oh, because of the anniversary. Do you want to talk about it? No, I'm actually going to save train appreciation part two. You should. For another time. It's precious. Maybe soon. Maybe later. Maybe sooner. Okay. But you'll never see it coming. All right. That got dark. The baddest bitch. So, is there anything that we're missing? I know you're not asking me. I do everything I can to avoid these fuck ass motherfuckers. I'm sick of their shit. Well, that's um. I'm just looking forward to seeing Karuchi on Saturday. To be honest, I can't wait to see this fix my life. I really can't. So this is this. I just really can't wait to see it. I'm sorry. I know it's going to be mess. And did you see that she said that she still to this day has nothing but love for Chris Brown? Like, why are you even? I can't wait. It's going to be everything. I don't understand why she did this to herself, honestly. Like, you could have just... I don't want to say this, but you could have just listened to me for free and not even <laughs> embarrassed you, like, in the privacy of your own home. Um, she but thank you for choosing my... Inter- you know, choosing to entertain me. Yes. Because I am going to cackle. Especially since they say that she kicked Eon out of her house at one point. Does she really? That's what she said. That she couldn't take it anymore. That means, you know, Iyanla kept it really yes. fucking real. So how did you feel when Rihanna put the earrings on the rice kickback? <laughs> like, she's probably going to go all the way in there. And she I can't hope take she does. It. I hope they go detail by detail of every single fucked up thing Chris has done. Honestly, because it's going to be entertaining. I don't even understand why she doesn't want to just, just be like, girl, fuck that. Like... <laughs> I mean, but this is her chance to be on own, like her chance to be on. Ayala said she said she's gonna sound naive. She said the girl. I, she said I won't be surprised if people say she sounds naive. Well, no shit. But I mean, I don't understand how you could still be naive when you have been through so much shit with this nigga. Like he has blatantly disrespected you so many times. So what is there to still be naive about? Like I just read that Chris is using some of his royalties to move royalty out to <laughs> L.A. Okay. I read that he doesn't want anything to do with um the mama. So what he's trying to get to custody? Put her into oh. like buy her a home. Okay. Out in LA to move closer to him so that he can be with the baby every day. I was going to say cuz we all know no judge in the fucking country is going to give Chris Brown custody of that baby. <laughs> so you're going to have to move your baby mama closer to you because if you think you're getting that baby fresh off he is fresh <laughs> off probation. That was one of the things He I is fresh off about. probation, but that's exactly why he's not getting custody of no damn baby. Nigga, he's you, not even going to ask. I don't even think you should even have custody of yourself (laughs) someone was like so about custody custard who's getting custard (laughs) do are we getting custard right now because i like i would like like to get some french vanilla gelato maybe if i could get some gummy bears mixed in that would be good because custody is not a person he's not i don't even think he's asking because he knows good and goddamn well nobody is taking that baby from its mother however delusional or crazy she may be to give it to chris brown that's not happening so he might as well buy I don't his think baby that was even house. an option he probably just wants for them to all live in uh no peace I'm sure. was a word bliss was a word but i'm trying to find one that fits camp anyway okay. so i just want <laughs> like whatever that's bitch you guessed it it's gonna be good um whew, it's gonna be so great and I think that that's about it. So we can take Yeah, let's take a, a break. break. And we'll be right back. 
Hey guys, you hear advertisers giving out promo codes on the radio all the time. Online codes and coupons are great for saving at stores where you shop, but nobody has the time to look for them or remember to use them. That's why you need the app from Retail Me Not. With Retail Me Not, you can get thousands of coupons from 50,000 stores all in one place. Stores like Kohl's, Domino's, Best Buy, and more with amazing deals like 60% off, free shipping, and free gifts with purchase. You can get a text invite to download the free Retail Me Not app right now for your smartphone. All you have to do is text READ to 42767, then just redeem coupons right from your phone wherever you are checking out. It is literally that simple. Retail Me Not is the best way to have thousands of coupons on your phone so you can save money. So stop what you're doing right now and text READ to 42767. You'll get a text with a link to download it. Never forget another coupon again. And remember, message and data rates may apply. For terms and privacy, visit RetailMeNot.com. Now it's time for the listener letters because we're back in things. Yes, we are. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com and we just may read it aloud on the show. Our first question this week comes from, um, hmm, I don't know who this is. I'm just going to say Georgie. And it says, <laughs> I saw on Twitter that Kid Fury was a fan of Mortal Kombat and I was wondering if he has any favorite characters. Crystal, I don't know if you played that game before, but if you have, which character is your favorite? So why don't you start with the question? So please? Mortal Kombat, this is a game that I do remember um, from like the 90s. And like the 90s. <laughs> I, my cousins and brother had it and it was like... It was basically one of those situations where they didn't really let me play that much because I was not very good. But every time I did get to play, I just mashed all the buttons and I picked the girl who had like the buns on the side of her head or whatever. I don't remember her name. It was like Ruku or Radoku, Shadokin, something like that. But I played with that girl all the time. Oh my God. And I lost like every single match. I just realized what is happening and good lord so i'm gonna just go ahead and i'm gonna take this moment to just let me just savor it because this is delicious what is happening okay so this is kind of sports of you (laughs) like if if video games were sports you are looking so high and mighty right now (laughs) because you are (laughs) definitely talking about street fighter oh and Chun Li would be Hadouken. Oh, That's yes. not even what she says. She well, does she say? I don't think. She, no. Well. Oh, I'm thinking of Street Fighter. Oh, so what is Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat is finish him. Mortal Kombat is finish. Yes, I remember her. that. Yeah, but I don't remember who I played with. The girl, if there was. There a girl. are several women. In okay, Mortal well Kombat. then I truly don't know the black one. <sighs> All right, so I'm super excited for Mortal Kombat next month and. Um, the thing that I'm most nervous about is that, yes, Mortal Kombat was in the 90s and, or actually I think it may, the first one may have been the 80s, but I'm not 100% sure. Either way, one of the classic characters is a woman named Sindel. Yes, Sindel is my favorite character and they have not confirmed whether or not she's going to be in the next one. Now, here's the great thing about Sindel. Sindel's character is mother to, okay. she's mother to like the two main female characters which are katana and melina and she's wife to like the main villain okay katana fights with her hair that's all you need to know about sin why am i saying katana (laughs) sindel fights with her hair okay 
That is all you need to know about her to know why I pick her. Okay. Because why the fuck wouldn't I choose a bitch that can fly, who can scream so loud you're, you explode, and she can lift you off of the ground with her gray weave and throw your ass across so the So she can stage. kill you with her hair? With her hair. Okay. She's the baddest bitch. And she can fly? She's like Storm from Mortal Kombat, but she's bad. All right. And her outfits so are always villain. cunt. Yes, she's... Well... She's villainous. You can do that on that game. Back you can and play forth. with the you can play with the bad guys on that game. You can play with the bad guys in most fighting games. Yes, oh. you can play as bad guys in Tekken, Street Fighter, all of them. Okay. When it comes out, we'll play it together. All You'll right. see it. It's yeah. also extremely violent and uh controversial. And I can't wait to see how you react Is to it. Is it worse than the Grand like, Theft Auto? I'm gonna play you uh the trailer uh before <laughs> Maybe before the show's over. During the next break, so you can see what it's like. Mm. And I can't wait. All right. All right. So let's just move on. I clearly don't get what you're talking about. So great. Our next question says, hey, guys, I just have a quick question from you for you. How long do you consider how much of a distance do you consider to be a long distance relationship? I think anytime you can't drive to your partner in under three or four hours, it's okay. But once you get into a five hour plus drive, that's considered long distance. My friend thinks anything over 15 minutes is long distance. Hello? <laughs> the reason I ask is because how far do they have to live away from you for you to start treating the relationship long distance? Like whose weekend it is to drive to come see the other and such and such. Thanks for the insights. If, <laughs> if the thought of me going to visit you makes me be like, ugh, I don't want to go all the way over there. <laughs> You're long distance. Yeah. If I was dating a nigga in Brooklyn, that'd be long distance I was going to gonna say, honestly, Brooklyn is, is long distance as fuck, but I feel like that's obvious. Like, Really, if I have to spend more than 25 minutes on the train, then we need to think about how serious this relationship is right. going to be. Because if I'm subjecting myself to MTA for you, it must be love. Like, honestly, if you don't live in Harlem, then... <laughs> I don't see how this is going to work because why are you so fucking far away? I can't do three or four hour drive just sounds insane to me. And I used to live in Oklahoma where a three or four hour drive is like normal people. You know, you drive for three or four hours and you are very much still in the state. If it's not drive, like up north where you drive 20 minutes and you are in New Jersey three hours and you like damn near in Boston. It's not up north. All these states are like the size of your pinky nail and they're all like next to each other. But down south, there's space. And so four hours is just like not that big of a deal. But I would not drive to that for no nigga. I'm not doing that. That's way too much. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> but what's long distance to you though having to ask this goddamn question okay like if i can't if i have to like plan yeah going to your home or coming to visit you or mm -hmm. vice versa that is long distance it just is if i can't just see you any old time and just run around the corner or whatever to you even going to brooklyn hell even going out to queens is it i mean i don't know how often i'm gonna see your motherfucking ass <laughs> but that's not too bad if i had to like in a car we're talking about two, three hours. Right. right. If but I got to Skype you or FaceTime you, is long, long distance. Is long distance a deal breaker for you? Though? No, I've done that plenty of times. So you're still, are you willing now to date somebody? No, because there's way too many niggas in the city. Okay. Isn't that it? Like, it's, but not But them. if, yeah, if, it depends on your situation. 
Okay. So, because, I mean, you can walk I would outside. say we definitely agree with your friend more than you on that one because don't nobody, ain't nobody driving five hours to go nowhere. But anyway. As soon as the summer hits and these niggas hit the basketball courts again, I'll be married about three times. So. Last question. Last question. This is a quick question for Kid Fury. Last week, he introduced himself as Jasmine Masters, and that means he's been watching this season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Who are your favorite queens? Who don't you like? And who do you want to win? So you thought you were slick last week, but somebody caught you. I didn't think I was slick, bitch, otherwise I wouldn't say it. (laughs) So how do you feel about this season of Drag Race? I haven't watched enough of it. I watched literally the first two episodes of this season. But that's only because... I found it a little bit harder to get into than I have the other ones, but I'm not sure why. It's not like it's that, you know, drastically different, I don't think. I'm just terrible at catching up on shows. I'm behind on almost every show I love right yeah. now. Literally all of no, them. No, I'm behind on, I bought Blackish on like Google Play just to show support for the show and I am like the entire season behind on Blackish. I just, it's like I never have the time to watch TV and then when I do have time it's like I need to do something else instead of catching up on shows but it's just been harder for me to get into Drag Race than it was before. Um, I really like, see, for all I know by this time, some of these heifers could be gone. Probably. I, um, I know Jazz Masters is gone. I really liked, <sighs> Jesus, what, there was a queen named Kennedy Davenport that I like a lot, mm-hmm. just because she gives me old, uh, southern drag you know very kind but will also cut <laughs> you or whatever okay um and other than that, I don't really remember anybody else standing out for me. It seems like the typical old fun time with RuPaul. I just want for RuPaul to like, I don't know, go like Krispy Kreme with me and then let's just like talk about life and how I can. I want RuPaul to be my life coach. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Because I feel like I'd be a better human being. Okay. But as far as the girls themselves know, like. I haven't been watching enough, but I'm going to catch up. So that I can um, get into it. Because I actually really do love that fucking show. It's so funny. Right. Um, Okay. Well, if that's it for you, then that's it for the questions this week. We're going to keep it short and sweet. We typically would be just finishing the hot topics. Well, I mean, we've been doing shows that are 90 minutes for like six months. So I feel like we're entitled to a short show this week. Crystal just wants to go home and go to bed. Uh, Is that so wrong? Like, is it wrong to be sleepy? A nigga is tired, shit. So, okay. All right, so that's it for the questions this week, and we will be right back with more funness and goodness and all that. Hey, guys, don't forget to check out our awesome sponsors over at Bevel. Bevel is the first shaving system designed specifically for people of color with coarse and curly hair. Kid Fury has tried out the shaving system, and he loves it. He's going to tell you a little bit more about how it works. Yes, I've talked to you guys about Bevel a few times on the show before. It is one of my favorite products. I really do love the product. I use it all the time. It's just the one thing, uh, my favorite thing about it is that I don't have to worry about irritated skin. I don't have to worry about razor bumps all over my face looking a mess and itching or hurting or whatever it really does keep your skin very smooth uh the creams and oils and things that come with it make sure that your skin is always moisturized and doesn't flare up the brush the razor everything you can just tell from the details that they put into it that is really thought out and was made out of care and love so go to get bevel 
com and use code three to get 20% off. You will not regret it. Trust me. I love it. Yep. That's get bevel.com G E T B E V E L.com and use code three to get 20% off your first month. It's time to shave smarter with bevel and the read. So check them out. And now let's get back to the show. All right. So it's time for the read. It is. Do you want me to go first this week? Uh, yes. Sure. So my read this week Goes out to Latina.com, which is a website for Latinas. And I believe, no, I'm pretty sure that it used to be the website for the actual Latina magazine. I'm not sure if that's still in print or not. But anyway, it's the digital version of it now. And a couple of weeks ago, they ran an article about Empire talking about some things that they felt... You know, they had a bone to pick about Empire. And one of the issues was that there are not enough Latinos or not any Latinos. And they feel like, you know, hip hop started in the Bronx and there should be more of Latino representation. And where are the Latinos on the show? And this is not accurate. It is too Negro for Latina.com. So this is going to be really quick because obviously y'all see where I'm going with this. I'm sure you see like it's right there. So I'm just going to start off with first. First of all, girl, like I understand what you're saying. I really do. And I see why you are campaigning for Latino representation because media representation matters. However, this is not a story about how hip hop started in the Bronx. It's not a story about anybody historical. You know, it's not representing anything historical. This is a story about a trap ass family making it in the hip hop business, girl. So it's very it's very conceivable that this show is black. It's not. It's not like we are encroaching on something that is just so wholly Latino that you cannot understand why there aren't any Latinos included. But let's get back to that. Secondly, how do you know that none of the care? First of all, isn't at least one of these boys, somebody's boyfriend on this show is a Latino. And I can't think of his name right now. I wish I could because that would make my point a lot stronger. But I know at least one of the men on this show, like one of the actors is Latino. But secondly, just because somebody's race is black does not mean that their ethnicity is not Latino. And that's right. a very important point that I feel like this. But how many times have we done that? I feel like. I tried. But I just don't understand how a magazine, like this is a digital right. magazine, so mm -hmm. y'all should be this is not mm -hmm. some random Twitter user saying this. Like right. y'all are y'all are representing a population, and yet you are saying something so thoroughly stupid. When was the last time y'all had like a dark skinned Latino on your magazine or on your website? How much representation do you offer to dark skinned Latinos around the world who don't see themselves reflected on television? Like you supposed to be representing Latinos, but from everything I've seen from y'all, y'all love the light and damn near white Latinos. Y'all put the Adrian Balons and the girl off of, um, Modern Family. Like, those are the ones y'all highlight. Those are the Latinos y'all highlight. I don't be seeing no Amara LaNigras on y'all shit. That, that's all I'm saying. Like, there are dark-skinned Latinos out here, Afro-Latinos, and I don't see y'all representing them. So why are you pointing the finger at Empire talking about Empire need to represent Latinos that you don't even know? Like, you don't even know if these characters are Latino or not. You're just assuming that because they're not light enough or speaking Spanish. And that's another 
thing. What do you want them to do? Like, if the, if there are Latina characters on the show, exactly how do you want them to display that? Like, what are you asking for the show to incorporate for you? Exactly how Latino are you trying to get with this? Like, are you talking about stereotypes? Do you want, like, you know, somebody coming on the train at 630 in the morning with guitars and shit? Like, what are you, t- what are you asking to see on this show? How, how are you taking what you're seeing on this show and seeing these people and deciding that there are no Latinos? Like, you're looking at the races of these people and deciding they don't fit into what you think the Latino box should be and so you want to see something else but the problems here that I've just laid out for you sweetie the problem in the fact that you don't represent your own Latinos the way you are pointing the finger at us like we need to be doing like don't sit up here and act like y'all have just been covering this whole broad spectrum of Latinos for all this time and we're the ones dropping the ball and after so many years of being the tokens and being like the b-side characters or whatever else I think it's more than past time for black people to have a show for and by and about black people like everything is not for everybody not saying that there is no space for Latinos on Empire but don't sit up here and act like black people just don't deserve to have shit okay but what really pisses me off about that what no because what really makes me angry about it is the idea that you can see these people who are all different colors and decide that none of them are latino like you just made that assumption for yourself like black latinos don't exist that's what makes me angry like you're mad about the lack of representation but you're assuming the representation isn't there and you are not showing that representation your damn self where are the dark latinos in your magazine and on your website where where are the articles talking about that specific point of view and how that life is different from a a light or white Latina's life like where is that on your end that's what the fuck I don't get about y'all for sure so anyway what should I read this week I forgot I was trying to find out if Boo Boo Kitty is um... no it's somebody whose boyfriend is that let me look it up well if you're talking about the, the Latin boy that Jamal was dating in the beginning that broke up Am I that behind on Empire? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. I had you know to what? log off during the um I had to log off during the finale because you know the internet was going nuts. Oh my goodness. I felt like I got shot. Like, it was just like <laughs> like multiple times. Like get Richard, I tried. It shot. seemed like it I like had a, a feeling it was gonna be emotional, but somebody told me it was like not that good of an episode. It was like dramatic. <laughs> Well, it was really dramatic. Okay. But I was entertained. It okay. left me like literally like it was two hours. So uh-huh. it was kind of like two back to back episodes. Okay. And in the middle part, I was just kind of like, they need to just go ahead and, and do this next one next week because I need a break. <laughs> like, I I'm can't catch up. do another hour of this. <laughs> like, that's how much. <laughs> like, woo! It, All right. I love Empire. Okay. Um, I'm hype. So my read is actually also kind of similar. It's kind of similar to yours. Um, so Deadline.com had an article written by a woman named Nellie Andreva. Okay. This was posted yesterday, well, the 24th. Um, the article is called Pilots 2015, The Year of Ethnic Castings. About time or too much of a good thing? I think it's important to say that Nellie is... A white white woman that looks a lot like, I don't know, like a Woodstock. All right. Okay. I don't know. A thumb. Either way. Is she wearing Birkenstocks right now? No, it's just like a little picture of her in the corner. Either way. So the whole um, 
the very long article is basically about the rise in um in ethnic characters and more so um the call like in casting calls most of them are looking for a lot well they're looking for way more ethnic er character ethnic actors to fill these roles now yes she says here um a casting term used for non-caucasian thespians that's her definition of ethnic actor don't disagree whatever that's fine she then goes on to name shows uh like how to get away with murder blackish fresh off the boat jane the virgin and especially empire oh especially empire fresh off the boat mind you is really funny it is like i can't it's excellent I didn't know because at first I heard that the Asian community was trying to get rid of it. And I said, well, I'm going to see it over here, honey, because I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not going to argue with you about what's offensive. But I have watched it and I heard it's doing really well. And it's funny as fuck. That mama is a riot. Yeah, she Either is. Either way. Then she goes on to say that, you know, it's so great that ethnic actors can, you know, have uh, more choices for roles. But... The pendulum might have swung a bit too far in the opposite direction. So the complaint here seems to be that now Caucasian actors are having less roles or less opportunities at roles because a lot of agencies are being told that there's like apparently there's some sort of a mandate. There's something going on in these production companies where they are looking specifically for ethnic characters girl now one thing i do want to say nelly is thank you very much for um for informing me about a lot of these upcoming shows that i had no idea about i mean mike epps has a show coming out on abc i think Whoopi goldberg is coming out with a show on abc it says here that they're doing like a tv show version of rush hour which i'll probably skip because it ain't chris rock right uh, Chris Tucker. Rock. It's not Chris Tucker. Um, Anika Noni Rose, Morris Chestnut, Rockman Dunbar, um, Jennifer Lopez, Paula Patton, Eva Longoria. Like, there are a lot of names here for people who, I guess, have done really well this casting season and have uh, projects coming out sometime soon. Um so I guess her little feelings are hurt or there's a little bit of concern, the oh, white God. Hollywood community, because they just feel like there aren't enough, you know, the roles are dwindling. So now instead of having, you know, 99% of <laughs> the roles in Hollywood, they've got like 80, 87%. Oh my <laughs> like, God. So another interesting thing. Um, this is so white. It is so stupid. She mentioned a show called Broad Squad um, that is about some. Forgive me for not. I don't know anything about this. Boston's first all female patrol team. The show is supposed to star Rutina Wesley, who I believe played uh, Tara in True Blood. I don't okay. know if you've ever seen that, but she even says. As one of the four female leads, that means that there are (laughs) four white lead, four white leads, four leading characters. (laughs) Three of them are white. One of them is black. And she is in a fucking panic. Every single person from the Rockmans to the Morris, Mike Epps, every single person she named, almost all of them are like a black 
or Latin or Asian or whatever Indian face on a show surrounded by white people. Exactly. So what the fuck are you talking about? How is that any different than having token black and Spanish and whatever other people that they've been doing since like the beginning of motherfucking t- like how is that different now you've seen that like black culture blackness mm-hmm. it can be on tv because truthfully all these little 12 13 year old snapchat kids they don't give a fuck about um these shows being predominantly black they don't give a fuck about johnny storm being black they don't give a fuck about you know Annalise Keating being they don't care about any of that shit like if they're entertained they're fucking entertained they don't give a shit about any of that you be the ones that have the problem talking about well broad squad and there's some other show apparently based on like two white people where they made one of the real life white people black or some other ethnicity um, that is not cock Asian and um I saw what I did afterwards. Okay. It wasn't intentional. All I right. promise you. Okay. Um, I don't want to hear any of of your your crying. I don't care about any of your little feelings when it comes to a black or any other person portraying your white heroes. Nope. Until you get somebody to stop asking Christian Bale and motherfucking Jake Gyllenhaal to play pharaohs and and until you stop calling motherfucking uh, Susan Sarandon or whoever the fuck to play African queens and Moses and Noah and motherfucking Jesus. Until you stop having like don't come to me and crying about Tara from True Blood is playing your your white high school friends that started the first bake sale on campus and forever changed the the world of brownies like I don't give a fuck about any of that like you're not gonna sit up here and complain to me about a real life white person being uh, portrayed by a black person or by a Latin person or an Asian person or any other person because y'all do the exact same thing people in Hollywood have been whitewashing black characters real and fake for ever and still do it and then have the nerve to be like oh well girl because this has been going on since ancient ancient history in fact if you really want to get into it shows like blackish and empire and even fucking scandal on how to get away with murder they could have they could go and be successful without a single white face on them period the only reason a lot of them have white people on them is to help uh, to make y'all feel better right like the only reason that you be seeing them white people and shows like Blackish when he goes to work every single day and they have the white co-workers that tell their jokes. The only reason that you have, like, why do you think our president is black and Olivia Pope's is white? To make y'all feel better. <laughs> like, exactly. because if these shows were all black, it is a black show, it is an ethnic show, and it's not for you or whatever. Right. You won't take the time to actually watch the show. You won't take the time because it just, you automatically write it off as a black show, as a Latin show, or whatever the fuck. It's not your cup of tea. And so y'all don't watch it. So what the fuck, like, what are you but trying to do? But we're expected to, to consume all of your all white culture. So would you like then? for y'all to have all of the parts i mean you're not gonna really celebrate or give these things no awards no motherfucking way like you see they on tv talking about oh well the only reason empire is even fucking popular is because 70 percent of the audience is white like what the fuck do you want for niggas to do like all these people are literally trying to do is get some roles and showcase their talent just like the rest of Mm y'all that's it and it's not like oh all of a sudden you can't be white and be on tv that's a a blatant lie like you can't say oh well i just can't 
I can't get a fucking part anymore. Like, like white people just are not getting hired at all. No one's getting hired at all because of fucking because Annalise of Empire, and Shonda girl. Rhimes and Lucius Lyon. Like, cut it the motherfucker out. I don't know what the fuck you were trying to accomplish here, miss, but you can keep that shit. And I really didn't even like the way that she was right. A lot of this stuff was so very blatantly racist. Like, I'm actually interested in seeing whether or not this Nelly woman is going to come forward and say, you know, I have loads of black friends and I do- uh, donated to the NAACP mm-hmm. and, you know, like... Like, onyx is my favorite word. Whatever. I you don't, told me not to Google it, but I did. Because some of the writing here is, like, one of the last paragraphs, she says, um, shows, like, with shows like Empire Blackish Scandal and How to Get, with, How to Get Away with Murder on broadcast, Tyler Perry's Fair on OWN, and Marah Brock Akil series on BET, they have scripted choices. They, they being African-Americans. Mind you, she also said African-Americans still represent only 13% of the U.S. population. They have scripted choices. So the growth in that fraction of the TV audience might have reached its peak. Basically, what she's this trying to say is, <laughs> is that y'all have your nigger shows now. So, like, leave us alone. And like, that's, that's literally what she's saying. Yes, like, you exactly. only make up 13% of this population. You've got your nigger shows. Like... Now we would like for all of our roles, please. Like even the ones that aren't uh, dedicated to or meant for a specific race, even ones that say, quote unquote, all ethnicities welcome or whatever the fuck. Like we don't we don't give a fuck about all of that. Like the point is that my sister or my niece had to go on down there and audition for that motherfucking Adidas commercial bitch. And they gave it to some black motherfucker. They gave it to some Hispanic person. And I don't see it for that. Like we shouldn't be turned away at anybody's motherfucking auditions because we're primary and you're secondary. So how the fuck? could anybody be considered before we are like right. girl shut the fuck up and white racists love asking black people why they not satisfied with the bare fucking minimum like you already have tyler perry on own so what the fuck oprah has her own network what else do y'all want you God have damn. the game maybe we want Being representation J- bitch listen white people got a real fucking problem coming on their hands because this new generation coming up is going to demand to be represented in ways that previous generations have not they're not going to sit back and let y'all do shit like friends in the 90s where you have a show set in the middle of new york city and you just refuse to act like any black people live in manhattan like these kids coming up i promise you watch this next generation they are going to demand that this shit change and if you think you mad now behind empire and blackish get ready to stay pissed because as more and more people grow to realize how full of shit this the these this white media is and how like fixated y'all are on yourselves and how y'all refuse to act like other people are not there the more these young people become aware and start calling y'all on y'all's bullshit the more this shit is gonna change you might as well get ready for it for me it's just we live in this day you are always going to be forced to accept responsibility for your bullshit like there's no way to escape being a fucking dummy, a racist, <laughs> a like a homophobe, anything. Right. Like people are ready and willing to put you. Did you hear about that Meerkat app? No. What the fuck? There is, is that? some app where you can literally, and there's apparently a bunch of them coming up now, where you can live stream from your phone directly to Twitter. Like all you have to do is click on a link, and people can watch you live streaming from your phone. And they, I think they like 
It became really popular during South by Southwest. Oh, okay. And a lot of people have been talking about using it during these protests and stuff like that. You can't escape it. You like, can't. You can't Social escape. Social media is going to show the shit that y'all have been getting away with for years and years. And we see it now. It's not that more and more black people are being targeted by the police. It's that now we have proof. It's that now we have these apps and these phones and this access and all the shit that y'all are doing is coming out in the fucking light and it's not going to be forever that you can run from it. And that goes for your racism in the police force and that goes for your racism in media, bitch. It's all going to crumble. I feel like one at least day. in the realm of entertainment, you like get the fuck over it. Like pop culture. I feel like all of these like trends, like the biggest trends in pop us, like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> And, Everything. And it's fine. It's not even like, I don't even feel like niggas are trying to say like, give us our just due and pat us the motherfucker on the back because if you fly, you just fly. Like hip hop has been the right. shit forever. It like jazz, is. all of those things, they just are what they are. The only difference is now we have little pieces of plastic that we hold in our hands every day mm-hmm. that you can show the entire world. Like the access accessing knowledge if right. you want to is yes. much easier now than it was decades ago so all of these again all of these little 12 year old 13 year old kids who are coming up they don't know shit about racism like that's a good and bad thing if you ask me there yeah. are parts of it that are good there are parts of it that are pretty bad but to them again they don't give a fuck about all of that stuff they just follow the little trends they think whatever the motherfucker is cute they like little hip hop they think that you know Jesse Smollett is so goddamn fine and I just want to be yeah. related to Cookie and work at Empire and whatever the fuck they don't know all of that like that bullshit unless these parents are literally and plenty of them are right sitting these kids down and like transferring their their racism and all of that <laughs> shit over because they do right a lot of that's the kids, exactly it they learn it from somewhere specifically but at home <laughs> they're learning from parents and guardians or whatever the fuck but most of these kids today who are giving you these ratings and saying mommy mommy please buy me this cd and take me to this motherfucking concert and oh my god i'm a barb whatever like these kids they don't give a fuck about any of that type of shit all of the kids in their classroom with them or whatever they go to school with they don't see shit the way that y'all do until you make them so at the very least in the realm of hollywood when mm-hmm. it comes to music when it comes to acting hell even when it comes to sports just deal with it like <laughs> because it's not changing it's not going anywhere nope. and at the very least you shouldn't be fucking like and be- to say that one season of a bunch of negroes on television means we've hit our peak is just like bitch who the fuck do you think you are like find me this bitch sit me down in front of this house so i can ask her yeah some i read it earlier questions. this day and i wanted to fight her but i feel better now no because i feel like slapping the shit out of this bitch it was if you read it like it wasn't even just that it was just there was it was just so, so it was really condescending and racist as racism. fuck yeah it was racist as fuck throughout the even one part where she says um she talks about paula Patton's upcoming pilot and <laughs> she says um Patton, who is black knowing already that <laughs> Like, and really? then there's a picture of Paula Patton so you can see like she's actually yes. black see this black. is a black woman and then it says that she was um, I guess she got the lead part and the male lead <sighs> is Hispanic and they already knew that so what black people and Hispanic people don't date what, what the fuck even... are you talking about oh my god so 
I'm done. All right. So that wraps up the read this week. Oh, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter. This is the read. Check out our website at this is the read.com. We are coming to Memphis on March 2nd and Coral Springs, Florida on, I'm sorry, not March, April 2nd and Coral Springs on April 10th. You can check our website for more information on those shows. And what about you, Kifiri? Anything from you? Yeah, we have announcements. All right. Um, this spring, this feels uh, summerish. I don't really know how seasons work. All right. I'm just used to summer. We're just, yeah, we're just not getting in the spring. May 9th, we'll be in Cleveland, Ohio. June 6th, we will have a show in Chicago. And on June 19th, we will be back out in L.A. for the Read Live. So um, tickets for these shows are going on sale tomorrow, Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Daylight. So, it's daylight time. What? It's daylight time. It's daylight savings time. What is... You said Eastern Standard Time. That's how you say it. No, it's Eastern Daylight Time. It's EST, Eastern Standard Time. It's EDT. We're in Daylight Savings Time. What? It goes on sale at noon. Bitch, this shit will be on sale at motherfucking 12 o'clock my time tomorrow. So figure it the fuck out. Shit. Cleveland, Chicago, and LA. Y'all have a great time. We cannot wait to see you all and hug and laugh and whatever the fuck. So buy your tickets. Um... And yeah, do you have anything? Um, no, I think that's it for me. Um, thanks so much to everybody who has been checking out our green experiment videos on YouTube with our friends Asante and Dustin. If you're not already subscribed to Kifuri's YouTube, go um, and find him and subscribe to those so you can see all those and all of his other videos and such as. And I think that's it for me. Oh, um. <laughs> all right. So that is it for this week. And we are going to see y'all next week. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me... I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kifiri and Crystal sent you.